toxic. What is up, guys? Welcome back. NXT Heat Wave. They were not kidding when they said they were turning the heat up to 10. Absolutely beautiful match card. Even though there was only five matches on this card, still absolutely beautiful. Amazing storytelling. And Each you know, match delivered. Yeah. For the longest time, I know we didn't particularly like 2.0. Um, we've still had our feelings for black and gold. But I'm, I'm still on the fence about it, but it's growing on me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's getting pretty good. Uh, you want to start us off? All right. Opening up the show, we had Carmelo Hayes defending his NXT North American Championship against Giovanni Vinci. First off, I want to point out that Giovanni's entrance was really nice. It, it gave off his personality. It, it, it definitely played into his character. And I really enjoyed that the entrance actually helped tell his story. Is this one of the first times you've seen Giovanni da Gi uh, Vinci? I keep wanting to call him Da Vinci. I know we were making jokes about that. <laughs> Is this the first time you've seen him? Um, Like really paid attention to his Like entrance. really paid attention to him outside of, you know, pre-packaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. one of the first times I've actually sat down to truly pay attention to the character of Giovanni Vinci. Da Vinci. I, I remember him as Fabian Archer. He was one of Gunther's lackeys. Yeah. Um, But I, I like I said, I genuinely enjoyed the entrance. Uh, I, I enjoyed this match quite a bit as well. Real hard hitting. Yeah. Um, I had some beautiful back and forth. Oh, yeah. And, of course, we all saw Trick Williams get involved because, of course, he's going to help his man come out, help his man, try to retain the title. You know, got to look out for your boy. Walking out of NXT Heat Wave, still NXT North American champion, is Carmelo Hayes. So my question is for you, my dear. Who challenges him next? I say... Giovanni comes out next week and is like, hey, I didn't get a fair shot at the title. I want it where it's just me and you in the ring. He gets the match. Carmelo still takes it. And then we have maybe a battle royal or a tournament for number one contender. Okay, okay. I, I think it would utilize a lot more of the men in the locker room than NXT kind of just hides behind the scenes. And it would give us a chance to see where i guess priorities lie and where they want and who they see next in their title picture and then you know say giovanni does pick it up or i honestly can't remember the name of the person who challenged him about two weeks ago for the title that gave him a pretty good run for his money but say he even wins it you know because um, you, you never know honestly i want it was something frazier yes something frazier and that's honestly all i remember but um I got you right now. Give me like two seconds. Nathan Frazier. Nathan Frazier did give him a really good run for his money. 
So, I mean, I even say, say it comes down to those two because they had their little bickerment about the title. I and mean, or we could see the return of Solo Sokoa because he does have his eyes on the North American Championship. I don't see him going for the title right away. He's, I already, see him... he's already stated that that's what he's gunning for. If we do say have this battle royal stipulation, that's how he gets his title shot. Well, there's that, but I feel like if that were to happen, he's already in a rivalry. And it technically hasn't been finished. So say he ta- his rival takes him out. So he doesn't get that title shot. And then it leaves it down to the last two, which is them. I guess. You know? Well, we'll have to see what happens. Alright, um, next up we had Cora Jade, who took on former best friend Roxanne Perez. Um, pretty good back and forth, I would say. There was a lot of storytelling in this match. A lot of betrayal, you could tell from Roxanne's side. And then Cora Jade pulled out um, the kendo stick. And you saw her about to use it. Roxanne hit her. Ended up picking it up herself. It was that, do I do it? Do I turn and hit my best, my former best friend? And then, you know, more of like a heel tactic? Or do I stay true to myself and I don't hit her? Ultimately, she threw it down at the ref's feet. And Corjade picked up the win by DDTing her onto it. Which technically should have been a disqualification. We want to point that out. What did you think of the match? Um, I thought it was, it was decent. Um... You definitely got to showcase uh, your women a little more, and uh, definitely those of smaller stature, because the little people's almost never get no loves, man. Right, they're they're almost never really seen. So I I like that they had this moment to really be featured. Um, I'd like to say that this rivalry is concluded, but I can also see them trying to continue it a few more times for a little while longer, just because. I mean, I'd be okay with it. They did tell a really good story in the ring. So who's who knows? I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Um, All right. In the next. Tony D'Angelo and Santos Escobar in a street fight where the fate of Santos Escobar's NXT career was on the line, as well as Ligo del Fantasma's allegiance. Um... So to remind you of what the stipulation was, if Tony D'Angelo won, Escobar would be banned from NXT. And if Escobar got the win, Ligado del Fantasma got to leave the the D'Angelo family. Well, in a street fight, for the sake of it being a street fight, because that was a fight. That was not a match. That was a, that was a fight. That was Total. a fight. Both competitors were out for blood, and I quite frankly really did enjoy that. You got oh yeah, to, you got to see some interference from just about everybody at that point. Mm-hmm. Wait, at some point in the match, um, Del Toro got involved. Joaquin Wild got involved. Um. Can't remember dude from uh, the D'Angelo family. I can't either. Channing something or another. <laughs> I remember his first name. Hey. Got involved, got smacked in the face with a crowbar, which was funny. Um, 
Carmen Electra. Yeah. It was Electra Lopez, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I don't know why I said Carmen Electra. Electra Lopez also getting involved kind of uh twice. Twice. One of them he she took a proverbial bullet for Santos. Yes. And D'Angelo just kinda looked down at her like, Oh well, you got in the way, you got hit. Yeah, I mean you understood the consequences. Um the closing moments of the match, you saw them both notice their favorite weapons were uh Right next to Kind him. of just at the wayside, right there. So, in a race to who can deliver their... Uh, Knockout blow the quickest. With uh, their favorite weapon. D'Angelo, by a hair of a second. By a hair. Is able to smack Santos Escobar in the forehead with that crowbar. Picking up the one, two, three. Banishing him from... N- banishing Escobar from NXT forever i know you were super mad about this one you had picked tony d'angelo alongside me i have never been i have never been angrier to call a match right first time for everything huh yeah i really wanted to um i really wanted santos to stay man i wanted him to uh stick around i wanted the league to uh continue to grow continue to be that family i'm gonna say um, so I'm excited to see what happens with them being under being part of the D'Angelo family mm-hmm. now that Escobar is gone. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, so following that was the NXT Women's Championship match. We saw Mandy Rose take on Zoe Stark. This was beautiful. Beautiful showcase between both the women. And I know you can agree on that. Two hell of com- two, two, two really badass competitors, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so a little early to midway through the match, you did see the rest of Toxic Attraction um, get pretty much kicked from ringside. Um, and Mandy sat there for a moment like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how I win this on my own, but she did have a really big competitor across the ring from her. So she had to really dig down deep after a couple hard, you know, hitting blows between the two ladies. uh, Zoe went for her finisher a couple times. I think once or twice she hit it. And the second time she hit it, there had been too much damage done to the knee for her to actually capitalize. Yeah. To truly capitalize on Mandy because Mandy rolled out of the ring which was very smart and... Veteran tactic? Yep, veteran tactic by Great her. ring awareness. Yes. Um, she ended up getting back into the ring and actually taking off Zoe Stark's knee brace. Little insult to injury there. I like it. And added her a second insult to injury by capitalizing with her running knee that she does. Oh, her pump knee. Her pump knee that she does to take the one, two, three, and retain her title, going at, uh, keeping her reign past 300 days. I know we were both very excited for that. Oh, yeah. Take us in the last one. All right. Breaker versus J.D. McDonough. Thank you, because I was not going to say that right. <laughs> I just wanted to be with Jordan Dublin again, man. Yeah, his name was a lot easier to pronounce then. Yes. Um, that match was 
something. Um, that was definitely, again, that was also a fight more than it was a match. Because JD seemed to have an answer for everything that Braun threw at him. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, it was beautiful storytelling as well from both men. It, I want to point out that it took three spears mm-hmm. to finally put down JD. And he welcomed the last one. You were scared Oh, yeah, that. he was. I was like, why, why, why are you just going to stand there, arms wide open, to take a spear, man? And your mouth is all bloody. Oh, yeah. The fact that he was smiling and tasting his own blood. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God. That just tells you that that man has got a little, a few screws loose in the head, man, because, woo! <laughs> but he said he welcomed violence and pain and... He definitely proved that one tonight because he definitely got beat the hell up. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about those closing moments, though. Bring us to it. Tyler Bate coming out, standing face-to-face, title-to-title with Braun Breaker. What do you think this means, love? I said it while we were watching. I think they're joining both companies. I think it's either that or we're going to have another Clash of Worlds. Ooh. Worlds Collide event. Worlds Collide event. I cannot wait because when you think about it, who's coming out on top if you do champion versus champion in that? Ooh. That'd be a lot of fun. That'd be beautiful. Oh. And I mean, even if we were to go back in time, back when Alba Faye, formerly known as Kaylee Alba Ray. Fire. I call her Alba Faye because that's actually how it's supposed to be pronounced. Well, they, they, the way that it's actually written. They pronounce it fire. Well, they're wrong. Just like nobody knows how to pronounce Omas. Or Omos. Yeah. All right. Shush. Okay. You know what? Don't yell at me because they don't know what they're doing. But anyway. If we were to go back to when she was formerly known as Kaylee Ray and holding the the NXT UK Women's Championship, her versus Mandy Rose already from what we've seen in NXT, that would be an absolute beauty. And even just the tag titles, say they, I know we have a tag title match next week. Yes, say they I want to change. I, the, 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 I was going to say let's talk about a few other moments outside of the matches that we've seen because we saw, um, Gallus. Yes, Gallus. Who they attack? They attack somebody. They attack Diamond Mine. That's what it was. Oh yes, because let's talk about how Diamond Mine was just about ready to kick out Roderick Strong when they got attacked. All right. So, like I was saying, Roderick Strong was just about to get kicked out of Diamond Mine when Gallus, Gallus, Gallus. Thank you. Um, decided they were gonna make their presence felt and attack all four of them. Mm-hmm. And then, as they were being parted out of the uh, arena, they challenged your NXT UK ch- tag team champions. Um, please tell me you remember their names. Not at all. Okay. All I know is that they are two Southern Redneck boys representing the UK, and I don't know why that's a thing. But it is. But they challenged for the NXT UK Championship. And it is officially going to happen next week. 
I want to talk about the really cute moment that we got. Indy Hartwell getting her letter. Yes! She was in the middle of a conversation with Caden Carter and Katana Chance, congratulating them on, you know, being NXT tag team, women's tag team champions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, hey... And then they were talking about, you know, hey, do you miss being in a tag team? You know, just carrying on normal conversation amongst friends and competitors. Yes. And she gets a letter delivered to her. Mm-hmm. And all we see on the back of that letter is a heart with two people in it that reads index forever. She gets her man back. She got her man back. Yeah. She got her man back. We are stipulating that this is her official call up to the main roster. But we also did see a debut by somebody as well. I don't, she didn't even give her name, but apparently she claims to be the next champion. She ripped Indy's heart, heartfelt letter in half and then dropped it on the floor. That was rude. Was However, rude. I want to see Indy get her hands on this chick before, before anything happens. Most definitely. But the fact that we get Index back makes me really happy because that is the first love story in a long time that I feel the company has gotten right. I mean, you even said it. Bring her up. We have Dexter Loomis. We have we Theory. We already have Theory. And there's rumors about Johnny Gargano coming back. Let's bring back the way. You've said it. Please. Because Johnny's more than willing to come back and work with Triple H. Because it's Triple H. I guess we'll just have to wait and see in the coming weeks to months. All I know is if they bring back the way, can Daddy Johnny throw away Braddy Theory's phone? Please. Just, no. What are you doing? We raised you better than this. Please do. But overall, I definitely enjoyed the show. Would recommend yes. going to watch it. Yes, most definitely. I agree with you. Um. So if you haven't watched it, please go back. Please watch it. It is... It was absolutely amazing. Oh, they yeah. did. They really did turn up the heat for this one. Um, we see you guys next. What is it? September third and fourth. September third and fourth for a total of like six shows in one week, and that's six, gonna be nuts. Let's correct six podcasts coming from us. Three different shows. We have a um, WWE event. Sorry, six episodes for Wrestling go. Crossroads coming at you. For three different events. We have, we have Clash at the Castle. On September 3rd. We have NXT TakeOver, whatever it's going to be, on the 4th. Followed by AEW's All Out that same night. So we have a lot coming at you in a really short amount of time. So bear with us. Bear with us. And I hope you enjoy that weekend as a wrestling fan as much as we are going to enjoy it. Because wrestling. Yes. All right, guys, that is the end of the podcast. We will see you September 3rd.